Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello there. Almost Happy New Year. And thank you for inviting me into your eardrums. This is episode number 543 of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell. And today I'm being joined by Martin from Norway. He's going to talk about his wins and wishes for the year and the books that made his year better and why. Then Kara joins us to share what author got her out of a massive reading slump. So settle in for a nice little holiday visit. I hope this lifts your spirits. Hello and thank you to the Patreon community. If you would like to join the Patreon community, you get to be part of episodes like this one. Yay! And there's bonus episodes, a wonderful Discord, and lots of fun stuff coming in 2023. If that sounds interesting and you would like to support the show, have a look at patreon.com slash smartpitches. This episode is brought to you in part by Colorado Country by Diana Palmer. Heads up for anyone who needs some novellas to get you through the holidays. Colorado Country offers two of Palmer's novellas that were previously only in anthologies with other writers. In The Snowman and Mistletoe Cowboy, Palmer evokes the majesty of Colorado and introduces you to some memorable characters. Meadow Dawson is struggling to manage the enormous ranch she just inherited, and she and her dog do not start off on the best footing with the person who is most able to help her, her neighbor, Doll Blake. And Katie, a widowed schoolteacher, is starting over with her young daughter on her grandmother's ranch when a runaway Palomino brings a reclusive horse wrangler to her doorstep. These two stories are filled with the joys of love during Christmas time, perfect for your vacation reading over the holidays. Colorado Country by Diana Palmer is available wherever books are sold. Find out more at kensingtonbooks.com. And now we're going to head right into the episode. We're going to travel to Norway first, on with the podcast with me and Martin and Kara. 
Hello, I'm Martin, and I am on in another part of the world, uh, the in uh, Scandinavia, more precisely Norway, more precisely Oslo, where I've grown up and spent my entire life. I know that it is getting close to the middle of December. How many hours yeah. of daylight do you have right now? Like three? I'm not exactly sure. I think four or five. I think wow. they. It, I send, think the sun comes up about nine and goes down about three. So wow. about six hours. That that is. Wow. Uh, but it's not a lot, and it's not really enough. Uh, because my brain tends to go into hibernation. Yes. So even even though my mood is up, so I can't really call it, it an affective disorder, um, I'm still cognitively impaired, both now and around midsummer, which has not enough uh, dark time to right. satisfy my brain. So your brain is either go, 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 or I would really like to sleep. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> I mentioned in the in the Discord that I I watch a, a YouTuber who lives in in Svalbard on in Lundgren, yeah. and they have no yeah. daylight. And I'm yeah, like, I, I don't. I I would I would just sleep all the time. I would do nothing. Yeah, we, but I would be I would be an A plus champion napper. That's all I would be able to do. Yeah, we have the midnight. We have midnight sun in the mainland of Norway. To Svalbard, it's actually part of Norway. Yes, uh, I knew. I I learned that. I think it's really cool. Yeah, but we have uh, midnight sun in uh, in uh, mainland main, mainland Norway as well. I ha- or midnight sun and all time midnight night dark. I don't know what it's called. Dark time, mörketid. We say in Norway dark I think, time. Yeah, uh, I think it's um, polar night. Is what polar night yeah. the YouTuber calls it. So I think it's I think that's the term in England or in English polar yeah. polar night. Yeah, I've seen the midnight sun, the other side of the coin. I was uh, was fa- that far north for a, a couple of times some years ago. So what are your holiday wishes for everyone? Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about that because I know that the holiday holidays are very different for different people. And they can be very hard for some people because all the things that are hard in life gets even hard, harder when everyone else is uh seems to be happy and together yes and they can be very nice for other people and the high point of their of their season uh, so i have a holiday wish for both of them and that is i hope your holiday season will exceed your expectation expectations whatever those expectations are and whatever those holidays are that's really lovely and it you're right it, it it can be really hard to be unhappy or yeah. feel sad in a season where everyone is like no but you must feel happy now yeah that's one thing and the other thing is the family thing like i have a good relations with my family i know that not everyone has that not and everyone that's has also that. tuned up a lot in uh family season yes that's very true so what was a what was a book that made you very happy this year? Uh like everyone else I have a lot of them. Uh, That's fine. I I I have I am I am ready for more than one book, so bring them. Yeah. 
So the one that's actually published this year is Nona the Ninth, which I suspect I may not be the only one to uh, mention as a book of the year. It's the third book in the Gideon the Ninth series. Yep. And it is definitely the happiest of those books. Although the darkness is still there, they have a main character who is so much brightness and sunshine uh, that it gives it puts a, a whole new perspective on the entire series. That's brilliant. And also fills out the very much needed space from all the all the darkness and all the childhood neglect and all the all the happiness and connection that uh, some other uh, possessors of the body uh, Nona is currently possessing have been denied. Have you read it? I have not read it. I'm not sure I'm, I am ready for the whole like because there's so much sadness and 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 yeah darkness in the series yeah. i'm not entirely sure i yeah. started yeah. i started to listen to the first one and i thought the yeah. audiobook narrator was amazing um yeah. when you before you read nona did you go back and reread gideon and harrow i reread uh, harrow i'd read gideon uh, a couple of times already but i reread harrow just before yeah and that's really dark and it's very dark heavy yeah. and sad yeah and nona is also has all the darkness, uh, but still it's uh, viewed through a very bright and kind and loving lens, which I think that the other characters really need and deserve. Yes, I completely agree. Knowing a little bit about the world and the story without having read it, um, I also think it was such an interesting choice for the author to immediately follow the darkness and the heaviness of Harrow with, and here is sunshine in a body. Yeah. Uh, even though it's a body that's experiencing the end of the world and yeah. its own, uh, Im- its own looming doom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, mortality is yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. So what was, so, a, what, go ahead. Tell me your next books. Yeah, next books, uh, uh, an almost uh, uh, happy, without ex- exception, I'm looking for the English word here, because me- English isn't my first language, though it's a very close second. So you have a match by Emma Lord uh, from last year, 2021, uh, this, the book she wrote after uh, Tweet Cute. Yeah. And uh, you have a match is, uh, a bit of the same it's uh, teenagers having their teenage issues uh, crossed with their parents having their adult issues and family secrets blowing up and turning everything around so the start of the story is that um, the protagonist uh, has a friend group with uh, one one guy and one other one other girl who has grown up together, and she she's now begins be, she's now beginning to have feelings for the guy. But due to miscommunication, uh, the time when she tried to announce that that, that feel those feelings, everything went very weird and has been very weird since. Because of a uh, dare and bet or something in this friend group, she. Um, 
submits her uh, genetic a genetic sample to a genetic uh, matching mm-hmm. uh, service. Yep. And a few days later, get a me- gets a message from her previously unknown half sister. Oh, family drama, family secrets. Yes, it made me happy because, for one thing, it's a it's a very lightly written book, and the secret is heavy, and there's a lot of pain buried there. But they also get to work through that pain. Yeah, and I just really like. Like the author, and it was also the first book uh, in a very long time that uh, I really devoured and really read, stayed up late reading, um, finished in under a week because I've had a slow, slow reading year this year for mostly good reasons. Because it's because I've had other new things in my life, which will be my twenty twenty two win among other things. Uh, but it's been a slow reading year and I've really been missing that. And then being able to devour a book like that was a very nice experience. Isn't it great when you find a book that just grabs you and you're just so happy to be reading it? I love that feeling. And that, that author, Emma Lord, is very good at writing characters. You just enjoy spending time with it's kind of comforting i think to explore the really heavy feelings inside romance because you know that there's going to be it's going to be okay in the end so no matter how bleak it is in that moment you know it's going to be good by the end of the book yeah so do you have any additional books you want to tell me about yeah the the third one is i just finished for a book club i'm in it's a middle game from 2019 by shannon mcguire Oh. Which is not romance; it's um, science fiction fantasy. Uh, um, that one is uh, a lot uh, heavier, but does have something of uh, the protagonists end up uh, alive and with some hope of happiness, at least. Where a group of alchemists uh, create a pair of twins that embody the forces of math and language, which together makes up the fabric of the universe. Um, in order to have uh, these kids, on the one hand, uh, grow up without uh, going uh, insane from uh, existing in human bodies, uh, but on the other hand, grow up and be malleable enough that the alchemists can use them for their uh, for their sinister purposes. Uh, they are uh, both adopted uh, to different families, and they're both uh, outsiders in their as they grow up because they have some cognitive super skills and some cognitive super deficiencies. Uh, Not unlike neurodivergent diagnosis like ADHD and autism, uh, the latter which I have myself. But then they come telepathically in contact with with each other. Uh, They're kind of doubtful if they are really talking to another person or uh, an imaginary friend. Right. But they do strike up a friendship with this with each other uh, but the world but the world uh, strive to break up that friendship because the alchemists want them want the alchemists want them to grow up uh, 
isolated and apart and uh, find their own abilities on their own premises. And there's also a content warning, uh, I think, uh, that uh, somewhere in the middle of the book, there's a fairly vividly described suicide attempt. Ooh, good to know. Thank you for the heads up. Yeah, because one in the book club uh, mentioned that uh, she would have liked to be uh, prepared for that. Oh, that's a hard feeling to walk into something like that when you're reading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That book made me happy because, as I said, I have a diagnosis myself that make that gives me um, an even uh, profile where my the things I'm very good at and the things I'm very weak at are kind of randomly distributed uh, across my personality. Especially in as in their childhood, I saw very much of myself in how they lived and the sense of isolation they went through from being different uh, and not really understanding themselves. Yeah, that's a good book club pick. Fantasy science fiction book club. Ooh. So did you read this in English or did you read this in translation in Norwegian? In English, there's nice. it's an English book club uh, consists. It was started by ex, uh, English-speaking ex, expats, and we still have some of those in the group. Oh, that's very cool! So all discussion in the group is in English. Wow, that's. I mean, I know that a lot of people in Norway speak English extremely well. Um, yeah, it's not uh, as it, it's certainly. I don't know a lot of people in the U.S. who speak Norwegian, but <laughs> no. I think it's really cool to have a book club in your second language. Yeah, we start learning English at the age of 10 here. So we're still within the sensitive period for language, which is why I'm saying it's not my first language, but it's a close second. Yes. Also, my father uh, divorced my mother and married someone from South America. And their their language between, between them was English. Yeah. So I spoke a bit of English at home too growing up. Wow. So do you have another book or would you like to tell me your win for 2022? What's next? Yeah, my win from for 2022 is some stuff I've already alluded to with the books um, because although I have been improving socially over the years, uh, it has really exploded in 2022. That uh, is great. Yeah. It is very great, and I wasn't sure, and I'm still not sure when I thought about talking of it, if I'd be able to talk about it without tearing up, because it's so it's so new to me, and it means so much to me. From meeting people, meeting up with people maybe one or two times a month, I now regularly have meetups one or two times a week. That's so cool. From having a handful of friends, three or four people I'm met regularly, which means a few times a year, each of them, and I, which I've known for 10 or more years. Uh, I now have started three or four new people I've started, I got to know over either this year or the f- past few couple of years. It is really hard to make yeah. friends as an adult. Yeah, people say that, but I've had a hard time time making friends and 
most all stages of yeah. life really i did have friends um in child in uh, early school and high school i did have people i hung out with uh in high school i was very socially i made myself very socially uh, visible mm-hmm. i was kind of a walking absurdist performance project <laughs> Uh, which made me the center of a lot of social attention, but not necessarily in a very in a way where I could be very vulnerable or mm-hmm. relaxed. Yeah, uh, I did start up a science fiction club there uh, that is still around for more than twenty five years later, uh, which I'm uh, in high school, which I'm kind of proud of. That is really cool. That is really and there cool. now. The the members now consist about uh, half the uh, population of the high school. Wow! So what a cool legacy! Nice job. Yeah. So I haven't exactly been uh, anonymously hiding away for my earlier life, but to have to be uh, engaged engage with people uh, and also engaging with communities including your or our this community mm-hmm. the patreon community and the book club and i also found a writers community on uh, on discord with a couple, with a few others other norwegian as a fantasy writers or aspiring writers i belong mostly to the latter category Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So I have published a role-playing game some time ago. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. That's a big win. Yeah, it's a very big win. As my skill set is somewhat lopsided, that means that some of the skills that goes go into establishing and maintaining relationships yeah. are not my strong suits. Yeah. Uh, but it also means that I have some skills that I can work to be really good at. And I've also learned in therapy and uh, in uh, true uh, introspection, I've learned a lot about both understanding my own boundaries, understanding my own signals, understanding other people's boundaries, encouraging and making room for people to be open and clear about their boundaries, yeah. uh, which makes many of the scary things uh, about initiating contact is either will this land me in an unpredictable situation or will I be... Uh, 
bothering someone else uh, when I know that I have the ability to communicate about limitations and boundaries and encourage others to, yeah. uh, those things aren't really scary anymore. Wow. That's really good advice, too. That's really thoughtful advice. Yeah. I've spent the last 10 years of my life thinking mostly about this. So Wow. So you're you're like expert level now. Yeah, in a way, it's kind of, you know, when you are when I'm born with uh less uh innate ability but have the ability to learn. Mm-hmm. That has also made me a lot more conscious about those things. Makes total sense. Thank you so much for doing this. It's been a real yeah. pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, I've been uh, listening to and a fan of the podcast for quite a lot of years now. It's been my entry into romance space uh, because I knew nothing about it. I just know that this is something. This is something that sounds interesting, and it's uh, so. It, I I am interested in other genres. Um, I've noticed the similarities between different genres when it comes to the communities, when it comes to genre expectations, when yeah. it comes to trope awareness and stuff like that. Yep. So I started listening. I found found your podcast and started listening to it, I think, in 2016 or 17 Wow, or that is a long time. I've been happy to have the conversation with you and to be able to contribute to the podcast. Thank you. Tusen talk. Did I say that right? Yeah, very good. Bare uh, hyggelig. <laughs> which means it's uh, it's me literally translated is bare means means dressed or only and hyggelig means uh, nice or pleasurable or cozy. Uh, so bare hyggelig means it's been nothing but a pleasure. Oh, I love this. Thank you. And thank yeah. you so much for being part of the end of the year podcast. I I'm yeah. so excited to have you be part of the yeah, it's part of these a, episodes. It's, it's a very nice concept to have the listeners uh, yes. speak to each other. And everybody has books they want to talk to about talk to me about, which yeah. is like the best. It's just the best thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, My name is Kara. I am a cataloging librarian for a small public library in North Carolina. I am basically your knitting cat lady librarian stereotype, except I also do aerial silks and circus things for funsies. Ooh, very cool. How long have you been into aerial silks? That's so cool. Four and a half years-ish. It was definitely a kind of, oh, I'm finishing up grad school and I have time for hobbies, maybe. Can I have hobbies? Um, And I had a friend who was performing in her student showcase. Most of us have a gateway friend um, who dragged us to a showcase. And here we are four and a half years later. That's so awesome. It looks like a lot of fun. And yes, hell yes, hobbies. Yes, absolutely. So what are your holiday wishes for everyone? Okay, so this is an oddly specific wish, but my wish for all of us is that we all have living spaces and workspaces that work for us in our brains. Um, One of the adventures of this year has been trying to let go of kind of the shitty internalized, why can't you just whatever, 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 that like, especially those of us who are some flavor of neurodivergent probably have internalized a lot of. And so just trying to rework what I have control over in my bookshelves, my craft storage, my workroom at the library where I work to just set myself up to be less stressed in those spaces. And so I hope that we all can make spaces that work for us and whatever our brains need and that we can all tell, you know, why can't you just to go fuck itself? Yes. 
I completely agree. Being in a space that works with your brain and coming up with just man- ways of managing your work that work with your brain and don't add to your anxiety is so important. Yes, it's it's a work in progress, but it's getting better. That's wonderful. And I, I know exactly what you mean about why can't you just like, mm-hmm. well, everyone else can do this. Why can't you do this? All right. Well, you know what? Numbers, never going to be my thing. Just yeah. not going to be my thing. That's yeah. okay. Yep. And accepting how you can use your space to be yourself is, is a great A, top, excellent holiday wish. I love that. So what book or books rocked your brain this year? And it can be more than one because pretty much everyone has brought more than one. So if you couldn't narrow it down, that's fine. I know as a librarian, that's an occupational hazard. It's true. And I've heard plenty of other listeners who have called in. I'm like, great, we've already taken care of. No one no one expects us to actually have one. So I have a book and then an author that I'm going to squeal about a little bit. Um, I'll start with the author. Um, I'm a little late to the bus, but I discovered KJ Charles this oh, year. What an awesome discovery. Yes. And KJ Charles has dragged me out of so many reading slumps. This year, I was looking at my Storygraph stats earlier today and by a mile and a half, my most read author of the year. That's so great. Charles, every, it has been a weird reading year. It has been a very reading slumpy year. I look at my reading stats and it's a roller coaster. Yep. We're doing great. We're reading books. Nope. Something just happened. Okay. We're not going to read for a month. Great. Okay. We're reading books and there's a cliff. Um, and almost every time the Will Darling series pulled me out of three different reading slumps. The, I started the Spectred Isle series. I finished the Magpie Lord last night. Um, KJ Charles has just been dragging my butt out of reading slump after reading slump. And I'm very grateful to the couple of different library coworkers who have shoved her at me at different times. Been like, I think you would like this. So yes. Um, just in general, if you have not yet discovered KJ Charles, it is never too late. Do you have a recommendation of where to, where best to start with her books? I did start with the Will Darling series and I feel like that was a good introduction. I would be careful about the only thing that I would maybe be wary of starting with, um, the Magpie Lord was darker than many of the others. There is in all of them um, various quantities of darker content, whether that's violence and murder and blood and people being horrible. And there's always some of that. These are not light and fluffy by any stretch. The Magpie Lord was darker and harder. To, I, w- I was surprised that it started where it did um, with a very much on the page suicide attempt. That was a darker one. I would be wary if you're going in, if that's your first one. Mm-hmm. I loved starting with the Will Darling series. It was a three book series. It At least when I read it was on Hoopla. Um, so if your library has Hoopla, um, that's still good, in Hoopla. Yep. Um, a good intro to kind of the, for me at least, of the kind of a flavor of we're doing action and adventure and some crime elements and also lots of boning. And also, whether it's a single book or a multi-book series, we're going to be following some characters as their relationship grows and develops over multiple books and not necessarily a one and done. KJ Charles's world building is also really, really fascinating. Really good. And if you, if you add magic to a specific time period, it's going to affect so many things and you can tell how much thought has gone into that influence. Yes. And as you work and in the books that are series too, each one, you get to see a little bit more of the world or a little bit different aspect of the world and how the magic works Mm -hmm. in that. Um, it It has dragged me out of my reading slumps over and over and over and over. 
That's fantastic. <laughs> and it's good to know who you who your sort of in case of emergency break glass authors are. Yes. Find the next one. Kind of related while we're on the topic of books with really interesting magic systems kind of integrated. The other book that rocked my world, and it has won a bajillion and a half awards in the last year or so, um, A Master of Gin by P. Jelly Clark. It is. It came out in 2021. Um, it takes place in a 1912 kind of steampunk version of Cairo, where 40 years prior, a mystic named Al-Jahiz opened the veil between the magical world and the mortal world and then disappeared. And so there's this really rich, interesting historical fantasy world where humans and jinn and other magical beings are all living together and interacting um, in just this very richly realized world that's also addressing things, you know, addressing topics of gender and class and race in really interesting ways. And so it is primarily a mystery. We open with a very dramatic murder of a brotherhood of rich Englishmen, many of whom kind of did have it coming, but, you know, um, by someone who claims to be this mystic returned, who no one has seen in 40 years. Um, and so our main character, Fatma, is an investigator for kind of the ministry. I'm going to beef the name of the organization, but it's the ministry that investigates go magic crimes that involve magic. Um, when there are untoward things going on involving magic, this is the, um, the ministry that investigates them. And so she is called in to investigate this mystery of who is this person who is stirring up all of this unrest, claiming to be Al-Jahi's return, you know, to condemn the ills of modern society, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we have this this mystery unfolding in this very richly realized world. We also have a, um, a sapphic romance subplot with a character who has shown up in this world. Um, at other times, we have a little bit of a, you know, grumble, grumble, grumble. I work alone and I've just been assigned a partner and I'm having feelings about it. Kind of detective dynamic with Fatma. She wears just impeccable suits. Um, so, you know, come for the mystery, stay for, you know, the description of Fatma's suits and the fashion. Um, but just a heck of a mystery and just a really fascinating world to swim around in and think through. And the author has just really done a tremendous job thinking through like, what might this world look like if different magical beings and humans and all of the race and class and gender dynamics, um, of the time were all swirling around together. And what might that world look like? It's a, a great read. Lots of fun. There seems to be a magical uh, theme to your recommendations. Yes, I got going. I got talking about KJ Charles and then said, you know what? Hmm. There seems to be a pattern. Yeah, really interestingly realized yeah. magical worlds and people swimming around in them. Absolutely. I mean, for me, it's been uh, historical mysteries. Great. Right. You know, which is restoration of justice and order in a setting that isn't right now. And hmm. magical historicals sort of fall into that as well. There's a lot of the magical historicals that have, even with the ones that have heavy, heavy romance plots, they're also also often about restoration of justice. So what was a win for you in 2022? Um, my win for 2022 is that I started hand balancing training a couple of months ago. I've done circusy stuff for a few years. I got to try flying trapeze this year when I was up in D.C., but I have had just a very intense fear of handstand things um, for a long time. Some of that is not entirely irrational. The floor is a long way down. Um, you know, there's a little bit of, well, that one time I tried it and things went poorly and I, you know, but 
have had a very strong fear of that, but I'm, I'm trying to do hard things. So I started hand balancing training um, a couple months ago. I've done a couple of private lessons um, with a coach at my studio who's doing a really great job striking a balance of, I want to nudge you to challenge your fears. And also, if you tell me that that thing is a hard no, that's a hard no. I'm not going to force you. Striking a really good balance. Um, but I kicked up into a handstand with a spotter. Like she's there to catch my legs. Right. But I went to a spotter for the first time a couple weeks ago. And that was a really big win. That's so cool. Congratulations. I am I am trying to do hard things. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. And also scary. I agree with you. The floor is a long way down and gravity is a it's gravity doesn't care about your head. No. <laughs> gravity gravity doesn't care. I think that's very, very cool. Doing scary things. That's awesome. So that's another, you know, little bit of another holiday wish. May we all maybe try a scary thing. Try a scary thing. It feels that feels within reach. Oh, I like that. Thank you yeah. so much for doing this. You're so welcome. This is super fun. Thank you. I, I, I love doing these and I love how much people enjoy listening to them. So thank you for adding to the, the, the lovely audio hug of episodes this, this season. Thank I love you. that. I love it. It is an audio hug. That's a great way to put it. It is. And the people who listen to the show are some of the nicest humans. So it's really a pleasure to meet everybody. So thank you so much. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode and the last episode of 2022. Holy cow. Thank you for being part of the podcast. It is an honor to keep you company. Thank you to Kara and to Martin for joining me from far, far away or not too far away. And thank you most of all for listening. It really is a pleasure to make this show. I always end with a bad joke. This week is no different. And Martin is the one who sent us this joke. He is very active with the very finest bad jokes in the Discord. It's delightful. All right, you ready? What branch of the military is best suited for an octopus? Give up. What branch of the military is best suited for an octopus? The army. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. Oh, I love these bad jokes so much. On behalf of everyone here, we wish you a wonderful weekend and a very happy and safe new year. We will be back in 2023 with more mayhem. But until then, thank you for being part of the podcast. Smart Podcast Trashy Books is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find outstanding shows to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.